The Bible Study Podcast, episode 800. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Philippians with chapter 2. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. I'm just going to pause for a little second and say 800. Didn't think I would ever get here. It's been a while. I started this podcast about 16 years ago. There was one big break early on where I took a break from the podcast, but pretty much I've been doing it nonstop for 16 years, and and 800 seems significant to me. So anyway, but what I don't want to do is get proud about it because we're talking about humility today, imitating Christ's humility. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility value others above yourselves not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. I don't know about you, but these sound like people that I want to hang out with, people who are doing as Paul describes. So he says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, so if you are finding that your faith has encouraged you, encouraged you to change, encouraged you to be better, encouraged you to be more Christ-like, If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, I have a list of people that I pray for on a daily basis. And one of the things that I've been praying for, for a number of them has been that they are mourning, that they are in need of comfort from God because of the death of a family member. And I was surprised to see that I usually pray for someone if they've lost parents or if they've lost a sibling for about two years on a daily basis. And in that list of people, not counting the people who've lost a spouse or whatever, who I tend to pray for about five years, there were 52 people I knew, 52 families that had lost someone within the last two years. And a lot of that was in one batch in the summer of 2021, and a lot of it obviously COVID, but it was a tough time. And I know a lot of people who needed and are comforted by the love of Christ. Then it's certainly when I'm praying for them, I'm praying that God will comfort them with his love, that he will wrap his arms around them. So he says, if you have any encouragement from being a Christ, any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, any common sharing in the spirit. So if you together as the church, because he's writing this to the Philippians, have in the spirit, because God has sent the spirit to draw them together, to unite them, to unite them with Christ and to unite them with one another. So if you have any common sharing in the spirit, if you're growing close to one another, any tenderness and compassion, tenderness and compassion, the ways that Paul wants to see us treat each other, especially in in the church, but not just in the church, is with tenderness and compassion, thinking about the needs of others and treating them tenderly, being careful with them, being careful with their feelings, being careful with them, 
then make my joy complete. So if you have all of these things, these great things, then make my joy complete by being like-minded. So by thinking the same, that doesn't mean being the same, but being of one thought, one heart as a church, that you're headed in the same direction. Not that you're all the same, because Paul will talk about in his other letters how different we all are, but be like-minded, having the same what? Not the same beliefs, but the same love. Interesting. Paul talks a lot, and so he teaches a lot, and you'd think that he'd be talking a lot about belief, but he doesn't. He talks about love, and one of the reasons for that is you can talk about what you believe in the Christian church and the Christian faith, but as Paul says in the letter to the uh, to the Corinthians, if I have all these things and I don't have love, I'm a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. I'm, I'm nothing. So he's not talking here about belief as he get into maturity, but that he's going to see their maturity through their love. Being one in the spirit and of one mind. So that they're going to treat one another especially inside the church first. But really, you know, we see elsewhere that we are to be known by our love. So he's saying, if you have all of these things, make my joy complete. Finish what you have started. Get to maturity. And the way we'll see that is going to be in love. And also being a one spirit and one mind that you are not prone to quarrels and to breaking into teams and to I'm with this and I'm for him and, and, and she is on my team and he is not. That sort of thing is not what Paul is looking for in this church, in our churches. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Now, remember, he's talking about people in the church, so he's talking about people who are probably doing things in the church for selfish ambition or vain conceit which is sad, but if you've been in a church, you know it happens. Because again, as I said last week, we make churches out of these flawed building materials, which are us. And so we sometimes in the church do even the right stuff for the wrong reasons, selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. And when we say value each other, value others above yourselves, I don't think it means to put yourself down. And I see some people doing that and thinking that is humility. But I think it means thinking of yourself less, not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less, thinking of others and what they need first, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. If you describe a community that way, if that's the way you, that the characteristics of a community is, are these kind of people behaving in this sort of way, doesn't that sound like a place you want to be? And that's what Paul is looking for. He's looking for this church and our church and all churches to be these places that are filled with love and to draw people in because they will see this love that makes a difference. It says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, 
being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. My pastor at the church I go to, which is in Cupertino, California, Bethel Lutheran Church in Cupertino, Pastor Ben, uh, preached a sermon today. I wasn't there, but I heard the podcast version of it. And he talked about the cross and something that Paul talks about a lot. But he talked about how strange it is that we put up in our churches, that we wear around our necks, this symbol that was a symbol of capital punishment, this terrible, horrible way to die on a cross. And that Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus, in his very nature God, does not, Paul says here, consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. And I think about how many of us, and maybe I'm just speaking to myself, that it is a natural tendency when we when something happens to us, it's how can I use that for my own advantage? How can I use that to make more money? How can I use that to be more successful? How can I use that to be more influential? Whatever it may be, how can I use that to my own advantage? We think that way at work. We think that way sometimes at home. We think that way sometimes in our churches. And he says, this is not the way Christ thinks. Christ took all of himself, all of this nature of God poured into human shape, poured into a man, and said, rather than be important, self-important, which he was, which he is, to be obedient and thinking nothing of himself by making, by taking the very nature of a servant made in human likeness. He humbled himself even to being obedient to death on a cross. And so we wear these crosses, we put these crosses in our church really as a sign of the obedience of Christ and the deliverance of God through that plan, that he dies in our place, not because he deserved to die, but because we did. Paul is saying, in your relationship to one another, I want you to think like Christ did. I want you to lay down your life for your for others. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean to die, but it means to put others first. And he's saying, look at what Christ did. He put others first. He put us first. Even though he had no reason, no reason that he needed to humble himself. It wasn't that he was humbled. He humbled himself to this death on a cross. But but God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. And what a great way to end, but with that proclamation here. We'll continue on with chapter 2 next time as we think about this lordship of Christ and what that does for us as we live these lives. Paul is writing to the people, to the church at Philippi, 
to try and give them real practical advice how to live out their Christian faith. And we'll see more of that next time when he talks about grumbling. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grotheis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.